the oblivious chick to your left is going to hear that. And unless she's trying to find a sugar daddy is going to be like, ew, gag. So welcome right. to the walk of shame, the walk of shame radio podcast. From the desert to the sea, across the universe, it is the Walk of Shame Radio Podcast, brought to you by the Star Worldwide Network, with your hosts, Lexi Marie Rodriguez. And your host, Tony Dufresne. How's it going? It is going well. How you doing, Lex? I'm doing really good. I love this. Not only do I love being able to push out this information for our listeners every week, I just love sitting here and catching up with you, because... I mean, life is crazy and people are just so inspiring every week. I just have something new to ask you about and to, and it's a, to yeah. wonder and to theorize about. And it's nuts. It's one of those things where you have a good friend that's close to you and you guys are talking a lot or you're in the same location and you see each other a lot. It's You, you kind of take that for granted, I think, because once you leave and go somewhere far away and you're not talking every single day, there's a lot to catch up on sometimes. And we talk about a half an hour every time before the show starts. Yeah, on accident, usually. Usually we're like, cool, Just, we're going to bang this in. Let's go in and out. And then we end up talking forever. Right. And then we just ramble on during the show. So it's all good. Mm -hmm. It's very therapeutic for us and for people listening. Yeah, we got some great news, though, last week after last week's show. Um, you were telling me that we were downloaded in 22 different countries. 29. 29. 29. Yeah. I went. I went into the analytics for SoundCloud and for iTunes. And I couldn't even name twenty nine different countries I, if I, I tried. Just, I, I I can name the United States twenty eight times and then Canada, uh, <laughs> if that counts. So yeah, well, I went through and I went through the uh, went back went through the analytics and so far out of our twenty some odd shows, we've had three thousand listens and five hundred downloads, and we've been downloaded in twenty nine different countries, which is trippy. But it, and it's really cool that it's gone global and uh, people are entertained and they're getting something out of the show and it's really cool because with all the different cultural differences that are involved in these different countries and the different way of interacting it's like dating life and relationships it's all the same when it comes to core values no matter what country you're in i mean yeah some people might have different traditions and we'll get into this someday because this is fascinating but it all comes down to being a good person whether you're on mars or whether you're in mexico it is a common denominator and we've had emails i've had emails from clients uh in australia and canada and of course the united states but uh, the other countries it's really cool to see that it's spread out that far so going into this week's show this week we are going to talk about and we were kind of debating before the show we're going to talk about either flirting or pickup i mean how do you want to do this because really this is about you having the experience with the guys at your bar. Right. And they were, they really just didn't know how to do stuff, either yeah. flirting or trying to pick up girls. But I was and, saying and to you that flirting to me sounds like I'm going to punch you in your arm and that means <laughs> I like you. Picking up is more, I feel like, a mature way to describe it. It's like I'm going to, I picked her up. I mean, even though that kind of, now that I think about it, that kind of sounds pretty immature <laughs> I think it's as totally well. the opposite of just what you said. I, I thought fl flirting is something that we all do every single day in one form or fashion. Yeah. I mean, I mean little kids even flirt. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yet, uh, that's true. 
But the pickup thing seems a little cheesy to me. And but pickup regardless seems of how more we say manipulating it, to me. Yeah, which, actually. Well, it you know, coming from a guy's standpoint, to pick up all we're trying to do is we're interested in a girl. And so we want to find the best possible way to show her our interest without putting our balls way out there and having them snipped off because we our signals were totally off in terms of what we thought was a chance or without being too nervous and ruining it right then and there in the first 20 seconds of having yeah, a conversation because it sucks it's like you do you have 20 to 40 seconds to really get this chick's attention and if you're nervous and then just kind of not being yourself then you kind of just ruin it right then and there and it sucks you don't really have another chance i mean i've said things sometimes being a nervous wreck and I like look back and I'm like what the fuck was I thinking you sound like an (laughs) idiot so it's like we're here to kind of help you stay calm and approach the situation appropriately and what I kind of wanted to start off with was these things all sound so obvious but there are certain things that blows my mind that men don't know to keep to themselves. I mean, I wrote down a few As things. What? No money talk. Don't walk into a bar talking really loud because you want the chick at the bar to hear you uh, talk about the deal that you're making. Uh, yeah, go ahead and transfer eighty thousand dollars into my account. That for last week's work. You know, is this stuff. is this the la- the, the loud mm-hmm. cell phone talker? Yeah, the that's what I'm that, saying. Yeah, yeah. No money talk. Or, no money talk. Car, too car loud talk, for people to maybe. hear because. We are not idiots. I I mean, I read people, I feel like, better than most. But even the oblivious chick to your left is going to hear that. And unless she's trying to find a sugar daddy, is going to be like, ew, gag. So no money talk. I mean, even on a first date, it's just inappropriate to sit there and tell some chick how much money she makes. And you know what's the funny part is like you all they always premise it with I mean, I don't want to like get into money or anything, but I have a Ferrari. It's right, like, I'm not I'm, I'm not right, going to say anything about fine. it, but now I'm going to start saying something about it. So it's not just it's it's not just money, it's also in the context of what you have, materialism, Right, that is referring to the monetary status. Right, right, whatever. Another one is no sex talk. I mean, let's let's all be mature adults. Yeah, of course we can talk about sex, but not on the first date, and not when this is the first time I'm meeting you. I don't want to hear you talk to your friends. This is another situation where you're talking loud and you want me to hear that you banged the shit out of this girl and she kept coming back for more whatever like you're so good in bed blah 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 this like i said i'm gonna i'm gonna revert back to saying this all seems really obvious if you're listening and you're like well duh i i hear this every week at my job it's not obvious clearly because it's no not not to a lot of guys and the thing is is that it's so easy to pick out you know that's one of those things where it's that um being able to read people i mean who can't read somebody who comes in and starts blabbing loud so other people can hear i mean that's a clear sign of an inadequacy anyway you're starting you're starting off coming across like you're inadequate like you have to prove yourself Absolutely. before anybody's even asked you to prove anything. And about any yourself. person with a brain is going to realize that. So it's like, come on, let's uh, respect me a little bit and let me seem a little more intelligent than you think I am. Because clearly you're disrespecting me by thinking I'd be into that. Well, I think it comes down to not just not looking at it from disrespecting you. It's just looking at it like not looking at you at all. 
totally. there's no focus on you whatsoever. It's focusing on him and his lines he has to deliver or, or the impression he has to make. You know, you talked about no sex talk. I like, and I think it's really, I think it's really a good thing. I like witty banter. I think banter is super important. You know, when you first go in and you start flirting or you, or you want to pick up a girl, it's a matter of creating uh, creating a small little instant relationship in some form or fashion. And, and the best way to do that is to be a little bit quirky, a little bit funny. Keep it light. Keep it light, totally. man. Don't start talking about, you know, deep shit or your cat just died and you're in there. I mean, that's yeah. that's not going to work And one of the you reasons because- you should keep it light, too, is because you don't have that much time. This chick isn't going to stay here for an hour and talk to you. If this is the first time you're meeting her and you're meeting her in the bar or on the street or whatever, you have about two minutes. I mean, you, you guys are both going places. Yeah, and it's a matter of creating an instant contact. And then... Uh, an important thing. Well, in terms of the banter thing, what I was going to talk about before I go into the next step is when you go into a banter thing, you can be a little sexy in your banter. You you can put off stuff like, uh, oh, you, you know, when you go up there and you start talking to her, if she asks you a question back, you can say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, listen, yeah, you're taking this a little quick here. Yeah, I yeah. You know, did you, so, you, so there's an inference in terms of being sexy or having that, but not not diving deep into what your favorite position any of that bullshit, which again may seem very obvious not to, but there's a lot of idiots out there who come up and do the, you know, the hey baby. I had someone and, I uh, just a, met, Tony, ask me when I lost my virginity. Right. Just it, well, probably in within the first 10 seconds, 15 seconds. And I, it's like, I'm an open person. He probably sees that I'm quirky. I'm a smart ass. I can handle it, but I'm, also, like I said, a lady. Like, who do you think I am? And who do you think you are to dive well, into the, my personal sex life like that? Just well, be aware and don't be a douchebag. I have a couple more before we get into the tips. Okay, okay. Go ahead um, and roll through. Watch your language. This is a hilarious one because clearly I cuss like a sailor. Thanks, Dad. That's all my dad's fault. But I really, you're going to put it on your dad? <laughs> but I'm appropriate when I I've have heard your mom. Your mom has a potty <laughs> oh, fucking yeah, mouth. Right. No, my mom is an angel um but seriously be appropriate i'm not if i'm meeting a guy for the first time and he's dropping f-bombs left and right like i said i'm a lady like be a gentleman don't fucking cuss and then my last one appropriately said ex talk or divorce talk don't don't bring up that you got a divorce don't bring up that your woman left you because all i'm going to start thinking about is why oh cool red flag you are not marriage material which is <laughs> really i mean which is a good point that and is a again fact. again when you this is and this is totally psychological and re- what in what you brought up if you go into a, a, a quick chat with somebody and you bring up a negative connotation in anything all of a sudden you are going to be put in a negative frame with the other person that's why you don't come up and talk about shitty stuff you don't come up and talk about tragedy you don't come up and talk about why your ex left you because all of those things will be put back on you as something that when they recall you in terms of the emotional part they're going to recall a negative thing instead of a positive thing and you know what guys you can get nervous and this these things come up when we get nervous and we're not staying calm and fuck like sometimes it happens but you can recover if you listen to a few of the things we're going to talk about um for the rest of the show i just want to throw out one and then you can throw out one if you want i have ask a lot of questions seem curious but not only seem curious be curious and i mean i've gotten told a couple times like uh, that i ask too many questions or that i'm nosy or whatever but it's like and i the way i explained it is Every human I come in contact with, 
I'm not going to waste the conversation. I'm going to, like I, we say a lot, I'm going to learn something. Okay, you are an ex-soccer player, whatever. Why did you stop playing? Little questions like that um, are going to bring the conversation to like another level as even if it's a two minute conversation, as opposed to like not asking any questions or asking stupid fucking questions, like be genuinely curious through the process of us doing what we're doing and the training that we've had and the research that we've done, we've gone through and we've looked and studied it. Uh, I mean, I can't even tell you how many dozens and dozens of different, uh, relationship stuff, sex stuff, pickup stuff, going through uh, the pickup artist crap, going through the dating stuff, the ask women stuff. And you know, it, it all comes down to, there's a lot of bad information out there. There's a lot of information that tries to fill your head with almost a checklist that you should go through in terms of using this on. And I'm speaking from a guy's perspective because it's the only perspective I have going in through a checklist and going up to a girl and go and trying to hit her boom, 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 boom with these different things. You know, the key is exactly what you just said. You've got to be authentic, right? You really have to be just who you are. And I, and I, and I'll make this super duper duper easy for everybody. First of all, don't expect everybody to fall down or to get all dreamy eyed when you start when you roll off a line or two. Totally. It's not how it's gonna work. No. It's gonna be one in ten or one in fifteen that you have that you have some form of connection with. So go into meeting people with just the idea of meeting somebody and chatting with them. And because you know a what new human you, who's completely different than you are. It's all and it all comes down to what you say all the time. It's about human beings. It's not about getting laid. And it's not about, I mean, it could be, and it could work into that, but don't go into it looking at it like she's just the next lamb for the slaughter. Right. Go and if you're going like into it like that, you're not you going to find a good chick. You're not. And you know why? Because you guys, you guys pick up that energy immediately. Do you not? Oh, totally. I totally. mean, that, women are so amazingly attuned to that energy that a guy brings to him you know instantaneously what his intentions are if he comes up and does the hey baby on you right oh totally i have another one it's um disagree appropriately so you don't that's important actually very very guys think that if i'm talking about my opinion on gay marriage i have my opinion and that's what it is some guys think that to be able to banter back and forth means they have to disagree and they have to have this crazy concept on gay marriage that's exact, or agree with everything or agree that's exactly One or the, the other. opposite. So right. that's exactly why I put disagree because I think it's awesome when I meet a man who has his own opinion about things, but but he respects mine first and foremost, and his is very valid. Like I said, is I have opinion about everything, and I don't want a man who's going to agree with me about everything just because he doesn't want to get into a conversation. If you want to get into a conversation, and we can go back and forth, and you're being an appropriate person, I'm being an appropriate person, and we're both validating our opinions with facts or with personal experiences, it's awesome. Yeah, and just to have your own point of view. You know how you work that super easy and how you not only create a more solid, deeper level of connection with somebody, but it shows you have a level of respect for them. When they have a differing opinion than you have, you just you take it and it's not like you say, oh, or how can you do that? Or what are you a fucking idiot? Which you may think in your mind immediately, but but right. you go back and you say, that's fascinating. I, I never thought of it that way. Or why? Why would you think that way or what brought you to that conclusion? What that does is immediately 
you spin off into a way a little bit more of a deeper conversation with the other person you're now all of a sudden you have a level of attraction right and this also goes back to the curious thing because when i meet somebody who has an opinion that I'm not too fond of. I want to hit the core of why they feel this way. And a lot of times people will be like, whoa, I mean, I don't know, you're getting a little too personal, but it's like, but you just told me that that's the way you feel. I don't understand it. So I would like to know why you feel that way. So it's it's about being curious, but it's also about being appropriate. And this goes right into my third one is have a real conversation. I don't do small talk, I just can't do it. That's not in me. Um, yeah, but what about at the beginning, though, when you're first kind of bantering you know, back and forth? Yeah, it's got to be kind of cute and fun, right? Totally cute and fun. But like talking about the weather or like stuff like that really just it makes me cringe. Have a real conversation <laughs> with any, anybody. Have a real conversation with the clerk at the grocery store. Like, you know, look them in the eyes, eye contact, have a real conversation. That's my Not opinion. a real conversation in regards to how do you feel about abortion rights or something, but have no. a real conversation <laughs> Yeah, I mean, kind of meet it in the middle a little bit in regards to, and you know, and you know what the number one tool is for that, and the number one tool is for for uh, approaching women, and the number one tool for making friends, and the number one tool for starting conversation is be observant. Totally, that's all I do. People think that uh, it, you go up and they're like, "You talk to everybody. How, why do you do that?" I go, "I, it, it's easy to do. All I do is if I see this really interesting bracelet, or if I see this girl has this funky ass uh, nail polish, or if I see this guy with this kick ass jacket that I think is super cool, I'll just, I'll just say that's a pretty sweet jacket. Totally, Man, you get and that? that's the type of small talk that works because um, you're noticing something about the other person. These are all rolling into each other, which I think is pretty cool. Stay calm and listen. Um, eye contact is so huge. It's so oh, it, it is oh huge, huge is eye contact. Um, uh, and don't forget though, when you do that, when you go up and approach, and I'm again, I'm going to speak from a guy's perspective. When you approach, do not approach with your shoulders square to the person. Approach it on a little bit of an angle, because when you approach a woman, guys don't realize this. When you do approach a woman, you are usually bigger, you're broader, you're the man, you got a deeper voice. Let's hope. And you've and it's it's a there's a level of intimidation and it's almost an instinctual intimidation when you approach somebody approach them a little bit towards the side yeah. don't confront them to the point where they feel as though they're being backed into something so give them that ability to where you are at a bit of an angle and I guarantee it makes a huge difference with girls right. when you do that. No, totally. And like I said, if you're having this real conversation with this person, whether it's a minute or 10 minutes, shut out everything else in the room. Put your phone in your pocket. That's cool. Don't leave yeah, it right there. Yeah, but if right the waitress is hot up. and she walks by, I, you know, more than likely I'll be eyeing her. Yeah. So, well, don't no, do I'm that. Kidding. That is a <laughs> No, that's, wrong the, that's the worst thing, thing you can do. do. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. You can do. Sit yeah. there and really shut out everything else in your mind and in the room for that two minutes. And she will notice. I promise you guys, she will notice. And you just said it too. Another thing. And the next thing you should do is when you make that contact, don't hang around. Don't totally. hang around. Just hit it. It's like, I like a hit it and quit it, but hit it, it make is. a nice little connection <laughs> and just say, listen, I got, my friends are waiting for me back at the table. Uh, it was really nice to really nice to meet you, and uh, I'll probably be wandering by here again when I, in a drunken stupor on my way to the bathroom, and uh, you know, and I'll say hi, Holla something like later. that. No, that's awesome. That goes yeah. into my next one because I put 
um, if you don't have the right, it's not the right time to ask for her contact information or to ask her out. Just don't do it. You can feel it. You can feel if she's perceptive to that. You can feel if there is a flow in your conversation and if she's talking about well, how she you, wants to go to a poetry yeah. slam and you're into poetry and like, boom, let's do it. You know, but if it's not flowing like that, then just don't rush it. Timing is everything. And here I go sprinkling fairy dust, but everything happens for a reason. If you're supposed to meet this beautiful girl again, you will come in contact with her again. Don't rush it. The interesting part about that is you could literally meet somebody who seems like they're totally awesome and they're great. Uh, and they're at the bar, but the context is all wrong. They could have had a shitty day. They could be waiting for somebody at the bar. They could be waiting for an interview there. They, it, it could be to where if you met them a couple of days before in the grocery store or at the park walking a dog, you guys would be able to hit it off. Boom, like that would be no problem. But in certain contexts, because the situation is maybe not the best situation for you guys to make a really a solid enough connection to take it any further. Right. It just doesn't happen. Don't try to force yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, don't it, force it's that. Ver- for a guy, I'm telling you, that's a very frustrating thing because if, if you're a guy and you have s- some level of intuition, a lot of guys don't, but if you do have some level, uh, you can sense that that because it's not a lot of girls out there that you really connect with on a level where you're like, wow, that's, I mean, there's something here. Right. Outside of being, to- being totally hot or being totally attracted to her, that's a whole different gig. But when you have that and if it doesn't mesh up at that time, it's just not supposed to, yeah, just like go. you said, just let it go. You know, one of the easiest things I can say for anyone to flirt or pick up or whatever you want to call it is if you have a genuine feeling, I do this all the time, even if I'm not trying to pick someone up, if I see a chick and she has beautiful eyes and that's literally my first thought when I'm like, Hey, how are you? Whoa. Like I will be like, wow, your eyes are beautiful. And that's just a perfect way to start, especially See, if it's a genuine thought. Yeah, but I think you guys can get away. See, we don't disagree that much, but I, I, for guys, that's no, a tough thing. I don't think I so. Don't, yeah. Because if I, it's genuine, because, I can feel it. So if a guy's like, yeah, yeah, whoa, you're beautiful. Uh, I'd be like, like, wow, you have, thanks. You have the great, you have the most beautiful. Yeah, but eyes. don't be I know it's ingenuine the, I know it's the delivery it. thing. And, well, what if what if you're literally they're amazing eyes and you're an eye because I am an eye guy. I yeah. love for some reason that's the first thing I'm attracted to. That's like that's like seventy five percent of my attraction. Right. Yeah, I don't know why. Which that's is cool. The case. It's a window sort of to the eye soul fetish or something, it, which it really is. <laughs> and you know that we talked about that. All that being said. If I have that, a lot of times with guys, when we come up and say something that's physically related, it immediately turns off a lot of girls because they get it all the time. But if it's and, genuine, and it gets wrapped up in douchebaggery. All I'm saying is, don't hold a, in a compliment if you're if that's really what you're feeling. No, no, I I totally agree with that. I think maybe that should be rephrased maybe a little bit and I, what i do is i do it very indirectly right and i'll say it's, i don't say the thing about you know there's something magical about you or no. anything like that but, but i'm saying you know that's uh, uh you know for some I, I like you or we can we can talk pretty easy here and then i'll say and you're kind of easy on the yeah, eyes totally. I mean, you know something like that so i'll throw it into where i acknowledge the fact that just, you're not bad I, to look I, at or do whatever. i have to state the obvious yeah. you know that type of a thing so where you're not stating all that Totally. Um, I mean, it's, it's it. cute. If like a chick's talking about how she didn't have time to put on makeup that morning and you're just like, oh, wow, you don't really need it. Like that's she's I mean, she's kind of she's not digging for compliments, but she's throwing that out there to see if you're attracted see, because just as say, guys are as 
oblivious as I'm talking about. I'm basically saying guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. Girls are too. Like girls like <laughs> to true, premise yeah. a conversation with, I wonder if this dude's interested in me or not. You know, like we like to throw things out there to kind of figure out if we, we should go on with the pickup. Yeah. It's, it's tough on both parts. It's, it's just, you guys have to deal with different things than we do. You guys have to deal with, Oh God, how am I going to let this guy down easy? Or mm-hmm. how am I going to get out of this? Or I'm giving my, I'm giving my girlfriend the stare. You know what the stare is, right? That's a good the topic over, for maybe over the shoulder. Week, how to let, how to be nice about saying I'm not interested. And you know what? I girls, we could do it right now. You, I just say, you tell me, I'm not you tell us. interested. I say I'm not interested in a, in a appropriate way. And you know what? Which I, is what? you know what would be a good funny to me is when chicks always lie or they'll be like, I have a boyfriend or I'm not into guys or they like go to the extreme to like tell this guy that they're not interested when really all you need to do is (laughs) say, Hey, like I appreciate the compliment. I'm flattered, but I'm not interested. There's actually a way to flush out to see if she has a boyfriend or not. You want to hear it? Yeah. It's a psychological thing. So if she says, if you're talking, blah, 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 and you think that there's some level of connection there, you're kind of really not sure yet. And she says, well, she drops and she has a boyfriend. Don't acknowledge it and stop your conversation. Keep your flow going. Keep your flow going. And then get her into something where you ask her then an immediate question about something that she has to do with the level of honesty. Like, uh, what are your responsibilities at work or something like that? And she'll say, well, you know, I count the money or I'm responsible for all the people. And you go, wow, you really, you have to be a very honest person uh, to be, I really respect somebody who's that honest in their job and that, and that level of integrity. That's great. And she'll say, Oh, thanks. And then say, So what does your boyfriend do? Yeah. Cause immediately what you've done is, and this is kind of a psycho mind fuck thing. What you've immediately done is set her in the mode of now she's, she's being labeled as honest and she's labeled herself as honest. Now, if you bring the boyfriend thing back, there's a massive amount of guilt. That usually goes on. And if she doesn't say it directly, she's going to start squirming. She's not going to look at you. She's going to look up at the at the ceiling right. when she starts talking about it. You're going to immediately know that that's not the case. Now, if she does have a boyfriend, you're also going to immediately know, too, because she'll she'll look at you and she'll just keep right into the conversation and look straight at you. Yeah, totally. And tell you what he does. So uh, at least that's one way to kind of. You know it. what, though? I found, too, that a lot of guys don't give a fuck if a chick has a boyfriend or not because yeah but that's a whole other problem yeah and that's those a whole are, those other are the douchebags and those are the douchebags that don't have any respect for anybody else or anybody else's relationship and they don't give a flying fuck about anybody but themselves right that's all those those are the assholes and, yeah and, i mean and it's anybody more that, of like, anybody that I comes want across her because she's not yeah, available that, guys like that piss me off like you would not believe it, there's there's people out there just trying to roll with it and trying to have fun and be out i mean if they say something or they create their boundaries, respect their boundaries. Yeah. And, and just because they, and if they have a boyfriend or girlfriend, then just let it go, man. There's a lot of other people out there. You don't have to fuck the relationship. And around. they will respect the respect because if it doesn't work out and then maybe you just happen to run into her and you're like, Hey, like, how are you and your boyfriend or how's it going? And she's like, wow. Well, I like it's crazy that you even remembered I had a boyfriend. We actually didn't work out, and then there's your. That's in. a great point. Actually. There's yeah, your. That's in. A Let's great go point, grab coffee and talk about it. Because you guys will remember that, right? Totally, yeah. totally. I mean, these are all really awesome things. I think my point is, 
it's not hard to flirt. It's not hard to pick up. The easiest part is just being able to be yourself and you're just talking to someone. Be so authentic. if you're aware and if you're in the conversation and you're in the moment with this person and you happen to be attracted to this chick, then just go with the flow. Go with what you're feeling like. Don't get too nervous. Don't start throwing around money. Don't start throwing around sex. Watch your mouth. Don't talk about your ex. Those are the four things I'm telling you not to do and they're obvious. But all of the other things we just spoke about, you should just have that already programmed in you because you've had conversations before. Just relax. Uh, I totally agree. And my just the tip on this is you got to be authentic and that's hard. That's easier to say than to do sometimes, especially when you are in a situation where this girl's beauty might be intimidating to you and you start having this nervous thing about you. But if you look at it like it's just another human being and you want to make a connection. So here are the things. If you just practice on initiating conversation with anybody anywhere, the teller, the bartender, anybody yes. just, and it's not like getting into a full blown conversation, practice starting a conversation a based, upon, one. based upon an observation. That's it. Just do that. And it may last 10 seconds, but I tell you, I guarantee you guys, girls, boys, little kids, whatever you, you practice with whomever you can with just an observation and saying, Hey, that's pretty cool. Or where'd you get that? Or something like that. You will start to get used to that. And a lot of that approach anxiety will go away because if you take that and then you take being just yourself and being genuinely interested, like you said, in somebody and then having that observation and coming up to a girl that you may think, Hey, there could be something here looking at her as a human being and having no expectation of anything except for just making an initial contact and then making that observation and then see where it goes. I, then the whole approach anxiety is gone. Totally. Because there's no, there's no problem with approach because you're being genuine and you're adding to her life by, by giving her an observation on something that makes her unique. And you're not and her looking herself. at it as an approach. You're just looking at it's it not. as, oh, hey, this is a human on human interaction. My just the tip though exactly. is just timing is everything. Don't force it. You maybe head over heels for this check and you just want to say, oh my God, you're hot. What's your number? Let's go out tomorrow and the next day and the next day and let's see if this works. Chill, relax, time is everything. <laughs> if it's supposed to work out, it'll work out. If there isn't a slot in your conversation to ask for her number or her email or whatever, don't do it. Just don't. Don't. For God's <laughs> sakes, don't do it. Oh hey, look gosh, at that. We're at the end of the show. so good to get off my chest. Thank you, Tony. Well, not a problem. Apparently, that was something you really needed to say. I just need people to be aware, man. I just <laughs> need them to understand. Lex, isn't that the reason we do the show in the first yes, place? Yes, it is. Good God. Mm -hmm. And we hope you're getting something out of it. And by the emails we've gotten and the response we've gotten, it's been going great so far. Like I said, we've had 3,000 people, give or take or so, and uh, and so far so good in a lot, a lot of different countries. So keep it coming. And if you have any questions, always... You can get uh, a hold of Lexi at LexiMarie14. AlexisMarie14 at gmail.com. AlexisMarie14. And my site will be up and running in the next three weeks. It's going to be LexiMarieRodriguez.com. I'll have email and contact information there. So if you need to get a hold of me, that's where you'll go. Holler at Tony at thejavabud.com. Javabud.com. The <laughs> Javabud on Instagram. Hate each other. It's at the Javabud. I know. I know. It's not like we've been doing this for what a couple of year and a half now. It's at at the Javabud on Twitter, uh, and um, yeah, you can find me there. And, and find and the can find show, us. Stitcher, 
iTunes, SoundCloud, The Walk and? of Shame Radio Podcast. And we are now live on Star Worldwide Networks. Thanks to all those guys down in Scottsdale, Arizona. I yeah, love it. It was really nice of uh, Ed and Dave to help us out and put us on there. It was really nice. Totally. Thanks for listening. And we will be next week because next week we'll be back next week. Next week is Valentine's Day. Oh, boy. You, you know we're going to talk about that. Holy moly. I know. Already. So we're going to do something for Valentine's Day. We don't know what, but we'll figure it out. All right. Peace out. <laughs>